Hello, welcome. I'm Charlie and this is my husband Andrew. Hello. Our podcast, Funny Family, is a one-stop shop to making you feel your family is actually normal. Whatever normal may be. I cook, we parent, and we most importantly survive the school playground. Ish. So you you wanted to start our episode with a with an extract from a book. I did, which sounds like I've gone really serious, but um it's it's from Prince Harry's memoir. Oh, the spare. The spare. Which the air and a spare. Honestly, I don't think came under the genre comedy, but my god, it should be there. <laughs> Either that or or mystery. It's it's extraordinary. Anyway, I've just plucked the book um, Prince Harry's Spare um from the bookshelf and it was next to Cracking the Menopause and the Hormone Reset Diet, (laughs) which probably gives you a good insight into me. But this is just genius. Listen to this. When there were no other boys around, no other common enemies, Willie and I would turn on each other. It happened most often in the back seat while Pa drove us somewhere, a country house, say, or a salmon stream. Once in Scotland, on the way to the River Spey, we started scuffling, and soon we were in a full scrap, rolling and fo- back and forth, trading blows. Now, I want to ask you about your childhood, Andrew. <laughs> How often were you being shipped to a country house or a salmon stream when you were having a fight with your brothers? I, I would say never. <laughs> no, I'm not sure many people do. No, this, this is... is this is the joy of this book. It yeah. just has so many bits where you just go, really? Yeah. Do you know, I, I, I made a joke on Instagram. Uh, some of it's sort of like, oh, they didn't have organic... Um, guacamole in in Waitrose that day. Oh, tragic! But Pa said it would be okay, and we'd have to pull through. It's that sort of level it's, of, of entitlement. Entitlement. That's a yeah. good word. Yeah. yeah, it is so funny. So I, I will say that I'm I'm still reading it actually. But if you want a bit of a laugh, um, and there are some very serious points, but if you want a bit of a laugh, it is actually really good. It, I don't think I'm going to read it, but anyway. No, no well, I fill you in. You don't need <laughs> yeah, to yeah, read it. Yeah, yeah, don't need to. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But, but, I, but I do find it odd. I think the whole, the one I thought was great, actually, which I think will challenge the, the Harry and Meghan, is um, South Park just came out with a, um, oh, yes. a piss take, which I think is hilarious. It's it's the, the Canadian royal family, but basically it is Harry and Meghan. And yeah. it will, we'll just see how they cope with the... Uh, being ridiculed. <laughs> Although the problem is, the more we ridicule, ridicule them, the more their sales go up. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's sort of like we're actually helping them out. Even this, someone will now go and buy this. And because it's a laugh, I've said it's a laugh. And yeah. their, their sales go up, yeah. so they're winning, aren't they? I, I think everyone's bought that book now. And according to the sales, I don't think you have, you have 5.6 billion world. people have owned, owned Spare now, right? Yeah. 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 But anyway, yes. And it's quite a... It's quite a intimidating front cover i mean he looks like slightly possessed or i don't know it, but i think someone's like taken photoshop and mixed him up with someone else and i'm not talking about whether it's charles or the other one um uh, yeah who is to, who is real dad is he no i didn't say we don't we're know we're not going to start speculation oh no it's already up yeah, yeah okay yeah. um yeah, anyway, it's such a laugh. It's making me laugh, isn't it? So that that's a good thing. And uh, I will then next get on to cracking the menopause. <laughs> I'll let you know how that goes, folks. What, the menopause or...? Oh, well, if I, I think I'm well, already perimenopausal, so I can tell you already that's going rather shitly. Um, as for the menopause itself, if it gets any worse, then we're doomed. So, yeah, good luck <laughs> with the rest of your life. <laughs> Thanks. Right, uh, But this week... Mm. 
and probably not menopausal, but you've been fairly shit health-wise. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm not the best. Fairly shit. I love the way no. you then pause and put health-wise. You've just been fairly shit. shit. Yeah, no. On Valentine's week, you've just been shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, health-wise. Health-wise, you've been pretty... Yeah, I have rough. to say, I, I don't know what I had this week. Um, absolutely floored me, didn't it? And, mm. and um, um, our middle child as well. He's been at home most of the week. And he he's generally a pretty good litmus paper for is it bad or not. And he was really quiet, like worryingly so, wasn't he? Yeah. So, yeah, really floored us. Um, but it also makes you realise how hard it is to look after children when you're also feeling shit. It is when I'm in the office having to work. Lots of work this week, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Convenient. A, a, a theme where we'll go on through these podcasts. Whenever yeah. there's children to deal with, and I, I seem to disappear. I'm not really. I'm not that bad. No, I am. Maybe I am. Maybe I should ask Charlie whether I'm that bad enough. I, I think I'm fine. Actually, perfectly fine. <laughs> no, you're good. You're, you're a trooper when it comes to doing like um, school pickup and whatever. I mean, there've been a couple of days where I'm like, I can't. I can't even set foot outside, let alone in the playground. No. And we know my issues with the playground anyway. I have to be on top form for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but you've recovered now. All fully, I'm, not I'm, fully. I'm, 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 I'd say I'm 80% of the way there. Yeah. I'm always aware when you say things like that, you sound like a man. Like, no offence, but men tend to go, well, I'm not quite there yet. So do you know what, bugger it, I'm going to be a woman. Yeah, I'm 100%. In fact, 110%. Yeah, I'll just take on everything tomorrow. Don't you worry about it. Yeah. And uh, you... Uh, you're you're a bit miffed, aren't you? Because our treadmill is broken. I, yeah, I am. Yes, I got into a bit of a um, a routine, I suppose. Come New Year, obviously with my health, with my oh, you, you've had a stroke or whatever it was, yeah, mini TIA or whatever they call it. Don't up. You didn't have a stroke. No, I didn't have a stroke. It was a, mi- a mini stroke. They call it. Oh, okay. I'll give you the mini one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or, which they have no evidence of, but we believe it was there. I could have been making it up. I wasn't, but. <laughs> In theory, according to the doctor, I could have been. I tell you what, if um, I found that out, I would be, you would hear me no from one wherever would, you live. No one would ever know. No, but I, I honestly couldn't see. But um, no, so I was getting into the treadmill. Yeah. And I was doing training. I always, I did two lots, part one and part two of doing 10K training, getting back into running. And then the uh, the treadmill broke. Well, no, so, but this is the thing, right? So he thinks the treadmill is broken. So the other day I was thinking, right, I might actually set foot on that thing. Um, and I said to you, what is wrong with it? Can I use it? And you said, yeah, it just doesn't do any incline. And I'm like, how is that broken? That is so fucking fantastic. <laughs> I mean, as for outdoor running, if I see a hill, I have to head no, back. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I know I quite like the hills. I know. Yeah, I'm, we're, we're I'm totally a glut for punishment. So, yeah, so I, my, my training has sort of gone out the window. So I've basically got unfit again and fat again. And what in ten days? Yeah, ten of ten, oh, ten days. God. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, honestly, worse yeah. than a woman. So, yeah. but anyway, they're coming to fix it in two weeks' time, which is great because what happens is he'll then go out. Um, he might go for a run. I don't know, like, because uh, bearing in mind, I go to bed quite early because I've got no stamina. Um, he might go for a run at about nine or something and then run for an hour and then come in and make sure that we all know that he's back. <laughs> He has to have a bowl of cereal. I've never known anyone 
clink their spoon so loudly against a bloody bowl at that time at night. So it's like 10, 10.30 at night. Then he comes into our room, has a shower, starts whistling. I'm like, oh, I tell you <laughs> something, you are going to have to rein that whistle in or it's going to be somewhere else, you know? Yeah, I have a habit of whistling. He d- and I? he says he doesn't know he does it. I don't. I, ab- I don't know. Well, you're I do not it. one of the seven dwarves, I must are be. you? Yeah, I whistle while I work. I whistle all the time. Actually, you do look, but look a bit like a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'm, I'm massive five foot seven. I think that's the same height as um. What's the same height as me? But yeah, and Kevin Keegan, uh, I think, a bit taller than Lionel Messi, apparently. So is Tom Cruise yeah, shorter Tom Cruise, than you? About the same height. About yeah, the same height. Yeah, all, all the, he hasn't done all too badly. Yeah, to all be the fair. really. Yeah, you know, most of the leaders in the world are about five foot seven. Yeah, Putin. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, tells you everything. Yeah. Oh, and that that Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Un. Yeah. Is that his name? Kim Jong Un. Yeah. Kim Jong Un. Yeah, but he's about five foot seven wide and tall. I think. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that sausage. <laughs> you rein that in now. We're not going to go fat, is Yeah. It? Anyway, so yeah, but yeah, so not not the tallest person in the world, but hey, you know. You're I'm, not, I'm not, to I'm me. not, I'm not. Yeah, thank You're you. <laughs> so give me a look. I know, it's because I want something. I've got, I've got to ask him later. That's yeah. me. Uh, speaking of uh, love, yes. or false yes. love, or whatever it is, Valentine's Day this week, obviously. Obs. Um, did you get anything from your lover? I, I did. Be right shocked now if you turn around and went, actually, she gave me a wonderful la la la. And I'd be like, what? No, no, that was me. No, I had a look. The, the one I've got on my desk, it was a lovely plant. Actually, it's a, like a, I don't know what they call it, like a love heart. It's cactus, a cactus. But they're two. Shaped in love heart. Love heart shaped cactus that's on my desk, which is very and nice. And I thought it's even lovely. he can't kill yeah. a cactus. No, no. You don't I, need to I, water no, it. I'm, I'm quite, it, it does tell you when it starts going wrinkly, you water it. I don't know if that's a... Sounds like me. (laughs) Look, I'm wrinkling. Give me wine. Give me wine. I need more wine. (laughs) Oh, genius. But but, so what did you get for Valentine's Day? Brilliant. Utterly brilliant. Um, I wasn't expecting anything, actually. I genuinely wasn't. So when I came down, feeling quite shit, wasn't I? That was, my my, I think, my first day of feeling quite rubbish. So that was how Valentine started. Um, And I came down, there was a gift bag. I was like, oh, this is very exciting. And inside, people, just brilliant. Um, a beautiful heart-shaped candle. And then, because I am a chef in the making, and I've always wanted one, a blowtorch. <laughs> Although I am slightly concerned that he gave me a candle and blowtorch at the same time. <laughs> he might as well have given me TNT. Yeah. <laughs> but it was very... Uh, I, yeah, I don't know if there's any other woman in this world who get that excited about seeing a blowtorch. <laughs> and, and I'm not sure how many people have ever given a blowtorch for Valentine's Day. Now, this is sounding, got to be a way, very this is sounding unique... wrong on so many levels yeah. already. If anyone's yeah. reading into the euphemism here, I mean literally the thing in the kitchen that you would like make a creme brulee crisp on top yes yeah yeah but you then you could read down that route as well oh god mind out of the gutter come on yes so but but then it, but even valentine's day actually because you weren't feeling very well mm. i offered to cook <laughs> you did which is very noble of me isn't it, isn't right? it <laughs> you're, you're feeling shit and there's me going feed me no 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 i'll do it darling don't worry <laughs> <laughs> you did clean up as well though that sounds good and, and i did yeah. you did yeah and what did you cook us uh it was we very had nice, st- um steak chips mushrooms some salad well actually if i'm allowed to do a plug and i really shouldn't be doing a plug for this person unless they want to sponsor me back to sponsorship but um heston blumenthal 
Oh, it, for Waitrose, it, he he featured quite heavily, didn't he? And we started off with the Bloody Mary prawn cocktail. Now I absolutely hate prawn cocktail. So when I saw Andrew brought this back, I was like, oh god, I'm going to have to somehow get through this. Which is, by the way, often what happens when I serve him fish because he doesn't like fish either. That's another story. So I was like, oh, but then the Bloody Mary bit sold it to me. Yeah. I was like, okay. And then also I'm thinking Heston knows a thing or two about cooking, yeah. doesn't he? No, it was, it, yeah, it was and good. And it was actually really good. Yeah. And that was the the twenty pound plug yes. again. The waitress. I was actually in there. The, <laughs> the guy said, You need to get this. It's really, really good. And when I was stood there, there was another guy next to me. He had been sent in by his wife. He was about eighty, I think, been sent in to get the Valentine's meal. And it was great because you had the food and this fifteen pound bottle of Rum daiquiri, pre-mix that we had to drink, which uh, bargain. Yeah, but you just said that man was eighty. How do you know? Because well, you've got a really crap sense of judgment he, when it comes to age. He could probably fifty. He could have been anything. He's probably looking at you, going, "Oh my god, that poor sod, ninety-five. Yeah, yeah, and, any anything from fifty to eighty in that in, in that range. <laughs> oh, that's right? good. Yeah. I'm so glad you're yeah. not a doctor. <laughs> Very good. Okay, yeah, but it yeah. was lovely. Um, and then at the end, there were heart-shaped. Um, I, I it's a, it was like a cheesecake, I suppose, was it? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, again, yeah, a, yeah but but very nice. Yeah, and I did. So this is me doing the uh, the air fryer. So normally I would have done my steak on a griddle on the hob, right? And obviously that makes a mess. And actually, doing it in the air fryer, we've got one of these Ninja Grill ones, so you can put the grill piece in and cook it. And I'm actually amazed at how well it does. You can do steak and things in there. I didn't. I couldn't find the temperature gauge. I looked for it and couldn't find it. You know, there's a thermometer you can put in. Yeah, I didn't you have don't that at need the time. That, you know, I I guessed, but I I, I, I like to have. He gets gadgets. really nervous when there's not a gadget around. When he has to actually just use his five senses, he's yeah. like shit. But there's no actual recording of this being right, <laughs> um, and you can see him having a little bit of a mental breakdown. I didn't know you were looking for that. Actually, you could have said anyway. But, yes, uh, but, but it did turn out rather well. So that was yes. lovely. And thank you very thank you very much for cooking for me says every woman wants a year (laughs) (laughs) no I do like cooking I just don't get to do it very often no he doesn't now yes well it's a bit be a bit pointless if I didn't cook and I was writing a cookbook it would (laughs) yeah speaking of that what else have I cooked this week I've cooked um a chili which I cook chili quite a lot don't I yeah um but I've I've so I do like a meat-based chilli, but I've also learned to do like a just a bean chipotle chilli. I think yeah. I talked about that last yes. time. Yeah. Um, so that's always a fave with the kids, which is great because it gets them eating a bit spicier food. Um, but it's not sort of like, it's, it's not like when I give them, I've given them some really hot Indian curries, yeah. haven't I? Yeah. Which I think actually they've grown to love and it just shows if you ex- experiment and push their palate, they will come to love this. Um, I'm just going to pour some more wine. Is that right? That's fine. Would you yeah. like some more? I, I would like some more, yeah. yes. Yeah. Do we edit this out while we're pouring? No, I think we'd be fine. Oh, God, no. No, no. If, and if anyone yeah. else who wants a glass, go and get one now. This is your chance. We're going to have to pause one second. Oh, we've got a, we've got an older child in tears. We're back. We're, we're back. back we're room. back. Oh, my God. Oh, good God. We just had a long sob story from Eldest um, about how middle son Finn... Um, cut him up on a bike and then he said he almost went into a van to which my answer like every mother out there is like well, did you actually go into the van and was the van moving no the van wasn't moving okay did you go into the stationary van no okay drama over so unless your leg is hanging off you need to leave <laughs> this room now <laughs> so he's gone off in a bit of a mood but he'll be fine 
Yeah. It'll be fine. Lessons, lessons, lessons. Lessons, right. old yes. lessons, yeah. But yeah, no, the, the oh, would, you, would you rather? Would you rather? It's, it's very fun. Um, we do we do play with, we do it all the time, right? It's a great thing. I think schools, if they've introduced it, if your schools do it or not, I think it's fab, right? Yeah. Just to get some thinking, lateral thinking. Yeah, it's it's a great I know, but I, the dilemma, thing. I really feel it. Like, I've started thinking about the socioeconomic dynamics of things and, like, yeah. oh, but the politics, if I did that. Although, what did you choose? This was genius. You had to choose. You went, you thought you were being clever. You ha- you chose, like, your first and your third or something, and you said something like, Charlie, number one or yeah. something. Yeah. Three, my family, like, my children. Yeah. Yeah, and then oh, clever. And then, and then that was very easy for Vin to come up with an idea. So, who would you rather? Who do you want then? Who, and who we're do you all want, looking at Charlie you or like, your family? Who do you want? And my choice was both. Both, I, I couldn't do. <laughs> Basically, I'm not playing this game anymore. I gave up. Yeah. Right, that's it. So, no, yeah, you can't do this. I'm not, playing. I'm not playing. He was like, oh no, no, I you can't, can't do that. that. That's not fair. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of yes. schools, I think the most extraordinary thing I read this week is Roald Dahl books, which I loved yeah. growing up. Absolutely yeah. loved. And I know Ari loves them. She reads all, all, she's of, read them. all of them. She's, she's read all, she's read all of them, them and them multiple now. times. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, my God. They are actually changing the wording in the books to suit this woke life that we live. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Have yeah. you got an example? Well, an example of the um, backwards. So Essiotrot um, is there, and there was somebody in there. I think it was the guy who had the tortoises. Um, or she was deemed to be backward, yeah. right? Um, you know, slowly. But so they removed the word backward from it, which the whole point of Essiotrot, it was tortoise spelt backwards. It I was know. a play on words. Uh, and I get... And that, it took me till about last year to figure that out, actually. Yeah. And, <laughs> but, I, but I get that people are, you know, people can be offended by these words, but I we can't change what was written before, right? We can't go back and say, well, I'm going to edit Shakespeare because that's not appropriate. Or we're going to change Jane no, Austen. No, or we're going to yeah. change these ones, right? Yeah. They were of the time. Well, I mean, also, I'm going to have to butt in here as a writer. I think as a writer, if you start, it's a bit like with this podcast, um, if you start overanalyzing everything, like within an inch of its life, you will not sound true to yourself you will not sound true to life it will not sound authentic and for example if I was writing um uh I don't know um uh, a character who might be shorter than most other males we'll go back to the uh we're going to go size this here sorry I'm not looking at you like that it's just you're the only other person in the room. um <laughs> but um let's just say that's the case well I can't start writing it from this perspective of Richard Osman can I I mean no. he, he's like a million foot tall that yeah. would be ridiculous how he sees life will be very different to how you would see life it, I, and most other people probably yeah, yeah I mean <laughs> yeah. his success oh sorry not that yeah. um yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah but you know what I mean yeah that is that's just a physical thing. Yeah. Um, then also uh, personality-wise, or how we've gr- how we've been brought up, or or whatever. I, I honestly, you well, you know my feelings on this. I can't yeah. say. I've always loved an umpa loompa. I'm uh, unashamed of loving umpa loompas. I've, in fact, I look at quite a lot of people in the public world. In the public world, it in, makes in, this, in the public it makes world. this sound like I am in my private world, and then I enter the public. So this world. is this is going back to spare. This in your in your life, you're like, <laughs> a bit like Prince Harry there. We when I go around in, yeah, in maybe the, maybe the, the public world that I live, the when I'm going world. when I when I 
dare step foot in a supermarket. I, I, what I was about to say is, I often look around and think, don't we all look like a bunch of umpalumpas? <laughs> <laughs> and now people are switching yes, off. Yeah. So, uh, so when you're being driven to the salmon river, salmon river, <laughs> or the, or, or the out in Scotland, river anyway, it, where you fish for salmon, I think. Oh, thanks, dude. I'm yeah. so glad you're on board. I, I know that bit. <laughs> what I'd like to know is, it just means is it. Is it got without sounding really stupid? It's going to sound stupid. Um, is is it a salmon farm? So it's like no, no. It's just where it's they spawn. So generally, sp- where they spawn. Oh, okay. So they will. Oh, spawn! You sound like the children now. They're t- constantly talking about spawning on their tablets. Respawning and dying weird. and respawning. Oh, it's all yeah. right because yeah. I can respawn. I can respawn. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't no die. No wonder you are so, so stupid when it comes to crossing the road. You do realise you could just die. Yeah, You're you not can't, going you can't to come re, back. Can't respawn You're not a frigging cat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So no, I haven't been to many salmon rivers. If I'm honest, no. Don't even eat salmon anymore. No, it's too I, expensive. I don't think anyone can afford it now, can no, they? No, I don't no. think anyone. I, th- I think I, I was listening to Saturday Kitchen the other day. Yeah. And um, they were talking about the expense of salmon. Wow. And even the chefs were saying, generally, we just don't get it into the kitchens anymore because it's just not worth it. Wow. People aren't aren't um, willing to pay that overhead that they will have to pay. Yeah. Because I, I, I keep, I don't eat, Charlie's mentioned earlier, right? I don't eat, I'm not a big fish He's fish-phobic. Right? I think it comes from my... Mother, I would say. It does. Um, in the fact that we didn't really eat fish. She doesn't like fish, so we didn't eat fish. It tastes too fishy. Um, but she doesn't like anything that's been cooked in a restaurant. What did she say about anything that's been cooked in a restaurant? I can't remember. She says um, it's messed too, about with. too messed about, messed about with. with food, yes. No, that's called cooking. Yeah. But no, so anyway, so even to the point of you have cod and haddock from the fish shop, fish and chip shop, yeah. your haddock's too fishy. Now I can eat haddock and place and cod, so it's you know it's it's a it's it's fine, right? I can eat there. So I'm and I do and I've eaten scallops before, but and I so I'm not a big fish eater. But I do when I go to the supermarket, I will look to see what I can get. But when you look, I've been looking at salmon because I've cooked salmon before. The price is I, and is, I guess what I said it's scale. off the scale. I don't know, and and I'm even told because I've got yeah my health. Yes, you should eat more Mediterranean diet. You should be eating more oily fish. Salmon's a good example of that. I just. It's too much. It is so much. I mean, it really is. And it, yeah, it's ridiculous. All these, I know, I get it. Yes, we should all be doing all these things. But frankly, if it's outside of your budget, yeah. you're not going to do it. Um, and with our children, who at times eat like horses, and at other times I think I've turned into sparrows. So trying to judge a weekly shop, I'm sure there are mothers all over the land at the moment going, I hear you. I hear you, woman. Because it is a, it's painful. And, I mean, I, as I said, I'm not really very um, accommodated. I'm like, this is what you're going to have if you want to eat. But sometimes they genuinely suddenly decide they're actually not hungry. And I'm no. left with like half a chicken and, you know, two saucepans of rice or whatever. Yeah. Other times I'll go to the last grain of rice and I'll be like, oh, I'm still really hungry. Is there anything left? <gasps> what? How are you meant to know these things? No, but it's, but I think it's better than I, if they've eaten it all then you're much happier because you can give them something else, bread, toast, whatever it is. If you cook and you spend an hour and a half cooking, two hours, whatever it is, making something, and you put it and they're picking around mm. the edge, not... What he means is he's also happier because his face is like gets this sort of relieved expression, like, oh, God, it's going to be all right after supper. She's not going to be standing there swearing under her breath. 
um, yeah, because he knows he's going to have a quieter life. Yes, often. <laughs> yes, often. Often. Yeah. Yes. Oh, gosh. Well, it's been uh, quite a week. Um, yeah. Anyway, thank you for my blowtorch. You haven't used it yet, though, have you? No. No. Again, that sounded dodgy, but it's not. It, no. It's a genuine blowtorch. Um, no. no, I haven't used it. Oh, my God. No. If, I'd, if I'd used a blowtorch this week the way I was feeling, the house would have gone up. <laughs> <laughs> no one needs that. No. And, and next week is half term. Oh, God. I'd forgotten for about five minutes. Yeah, so... Yes. That's going to be fun. Yeah, and who's working all oh, week? Oh, I'm, I'm working all week, mm. no, except for Wednesday. Wednesday, I've got to go to Oxford for an MRI oh, it's, it's scan. Oh, an MRI scan. Apparently, I've got to go in the machine for an hour and 15 minutes. I was in there for 25 minutes previously, and that's enough. Oh. So I'm not sure how I'm going to cope well, with I'm, an hour I, and 15 I'll minutes. Well, I'll be um, sending you positive thoughts in Thank between you. shouting at the children. Yes, yeah. Anyway, lovely to chat. And you, love you. Yeah, love you, love you all. Love you all. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.